Okay, so hello and welcome to the Creative Experience. Today our guest is going to be Gabby. Hi. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm from New Orleans. I like to paint. I like to draw, but can I really draw that well? Probably not. Um, I like film photography, even though I'm really an amateur at it. Mm. Um, I don't know. What do you think the style of art you go for is? like? I tend to be very, very colorful and like express a lot of what I want to say through color more so than through form. So like right now I'm in this weird place where I'm like transitioning to abstract work mm -hmm. more so than representational work. But for what I already have made, it's a lot of portraits and I like to paint people in a lot of different colors. And I really hate using like your typical skin color, your mm -hmm. skin tone. I don't know, it's just boring. What's the voice you want to have behind your art? That I want to have or that I have right now? Either one. That you have, you want to have. Right now, I'm just like, I feel like I'm just experimenting. Like, I'm trying to see what works and what doesn't work. But the voice I want to have in my work, like, when I look back at everything 25 years down the line. Um, I want to talk about the black experience in the U.S. and, like, what that means to me growing mm -hmm. up here in New Orleans, in the South. Um, how racial tensions have like shaped how I move in this world and how people of the diaspora also are like looked at socially yeah okay okay what do you think your inspirations would be for like art and like not even just like people not even just like famous people that are just like great artists but who inspires you like how do you get inspired? I.L. Scott I'm putting that on record mm -hmm. <laughs> He's from here, he's my mentor. His work is just, oh my God, beautiful. Um, and he helped me really like be the artist I am today. Ron Beche, also a beautiful man. Um, but like more well-known people, Dred Scott. Um, oh, I don't know. I just kind of take inspiration from everywhere. Exactly, but, like, you just take pieces exactly from, 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 from every little thing, you know. So, how do you think you got started with art? Like, what pushed you to start doing art? Like, when were you like, damn, let me fuck with this. <laughs> damn, this like, my shit. Yeah. It was so random. So, I feel like I've always been exposed to art, and I've always kind of, like, had it at my disposal. So, like, in elementary school, I would take an art class. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed the art class, but I never took it seriously. And, like, my mom would always try to teach me how to sew and, like, how to make, like, little earrings and like bracelets and stuff so like I was exposed to art in that way but um I feel like with painting and like with taking it seriously and having a passion for it I didn't learn that until my freshman year of college when everything just fell to shit when mm -hmm. I didn't know what was going on I came to school I wanted to be a doctor definitely don't want to be a doctor yeah. um but I was like let me take a painting class why not and I took it and I loved it and I actually was not bad at it so then I just like 2017, summer 2017, I just literally bust my ass the whole year, I mean the whole summer, to really just develop my talent, mm -hmm. and I feel like that's when I like really took it seriously, and I'm like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Exactly, exactly, yeah. it's always that, that gut feeling, you're like, this is it. This is this it, is yeah. Like it was I like an aha moment, like I had been so confused about what I wanted to do for so long, and that's not, clearly this isn't the only thing I want to do, but um, right now this is the only thing that really feels right, that really feels solid, yeah. that I feel like I could do regardless of like what happens. 
So I'm excited about it. I like it. I enjoy it. Do you think of art as being therapeutic? Like that's how it started. Yeah. Um, I was just going through a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and like art was five hours in the studio of just like being in the zone and not worrying about anything. That felt amazing. Yes, yeah, it's, it's so, like you're in like a. Because I remember I would come to the printmaking studio mm-hmm. every single day. And I would just sit in here for like five to seven hours. Exactly. And I just And it won't even feel that long. Like you just you just be so like you'll I be think, in your flow state. Exactly. And the once I you're in flow like, state, it's like, okay, whatever. I feel like when, when you're like really into something, time is like it's not there. It's no, like it's when not. when you're zeroed in, mm-hmm. it's like not there. Like every time I would come in here like five to seven hours, it would not feel like five to seven no. hours. Because and then I, you look at your phone, you're like, I'm oh, like, well, it's 2 a.m. Like, <laughs> I need yeah, to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, I just feel like a lot of people start their art with being therapeutic mm-hmm. and then take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I did it the opposite way. I started trying to build concepts first, and then it just like progressively became therapeutic, therapeutic. for me because I knew what to do. Do you feel like now I'm gonna interview? You. Okay. <laughs> do you feel like that was the case because, like your mom, mm-hmm. your mom is an artist. We're just gonna lay that out. Yeah. So you but were like, exposed to that kind of environment. But no, okay. because my mom didn't start being an artist until after I was an artist. Really? Yeah, I influenced her. Ah, but like, um, like yeah, but back then, like. My mom used to do like magazines and stuff. Like she, she worked for Black Enterprise. Mm-hmm. She, she's done like a bunch of like creative stuff. And my dad used to be like a photographer and stuff. Okay. So it's like they didn't do it when like I was here, but like they have a background, a background in it, in it and yeah. that's where like I get mine from too. Mm-hmm. And it's like my mom started like because she, she just wanted to pick up like like how moms do like their crafts and stuff. Like she was just trying to pick up something to do, mm-hmm. and like now we're trying to like work together, together. and stuff I and like put great. some stuff together and I see think what we that's can do. Literally <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm just trying to push for it. Yeah. So that's all you can do. Exactly. You gotta jose it. Because if you don't jose it, the jose's gonna jose you. Exactly. No, she was pressing me. Like hard as shit. She was like, when we go make something, when we go that's make something. That's good though. You need somebody to be on your ass. Exactly. I need currently putting this on record, I need somebody to be on my ass. I don't know, I just feel like I go through periods where I'm like super into it and I'm like almost manic with it. Mm-hmm. And I'll, like, go at it every single day for hours at a time. And then, like, I go through periods where I just don't create. Last year, I literally, the whole year, I made four paintings. I think it's just, like, sometimes you just need time to think. I agree. And during that time, like, I filled, like, two or three sketchbooks with just ideas. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like moving forward, I have have four solid shows that I want to do. Mm-hmm. One in which I I am working on now. I'm saying it in that way. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, why I stopped, I should have been using art as a therapeutic escape, but, like, I wasn't for multiple different reasons. But Sometimes I feel like there's levels to the therapy because I could be fucked up and not want to do any art at all, yeah. and it's not therapeutic to me. Yeah. But I also could be just like terribly sad, and that's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. So it's like I think there's like levels to there like, are the levels. Like, I clearly for the year I was just to a point where I could not create. But my mind was still racing, so I'm like, okay, like let's jot all this down. So mm-hmm. when we finally have the energy to do things again, we'll have like the concepts and the ideas behind it. I feel like I'm a lot better with 
thinking of concepts for like pieces and for like whole shows more so than the visual design of it, mm -hmm. which is something that I should work on. So do you think that you're looking at the curator aspect or like creative director aspect of it too? Uh, yeah. Instead of just like strictly of, visual arts? Yeah. Just because I, I'm thinking about going to grad school for curation, but I really do want to creative direct for like not just shows. Like I want to, I want to do like videos and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know. These are all just thoughts and things that I've been playing with, but not committing to. Yeah. But I feel like that would help with the visual side of it too. You mm -hmm. know, because like then you start learning like the aspects of like like the more creative aspects of it. Like how does this and this go together, mm -hmm. or like how does the overall vision look of this whole mm -hmm. project? It's mm -hmm. like. Cause you're kind of like in the you're kind of like in the driver's seat when you're creative director. Cause you're like, you nah, that's not it. That's not like it. it's like you have to have like that decisiveness mm -hmm. to be able to actually function through that. Yeah. And I think cause like creative direction, I really love creative direction too. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just like you have it's like kind of like bending and like welding other people to like fit a vision. Yeah. And I really like that, but I also really like melding my own vision. Exactly, and that's so what I feel like. like for me, the working as a creative director, it would be like, although I'm working with other people, it would be more practice for me to be more secure in what I'm doing creatively mm -hmm. and to be able to direct that and be okay with that. Um, and that's in-field experience for anything you want to do. If you're just a creative director and you want to do creative direction for like videos and stuff, through that, you can learn the ins and the outs of like video, mm -hmm. like video production, like what yeah. they do and everything. So it just like opens a lot of avenues. It too. does, and like especially being here, they don't have a lot of different opportunities. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I'm in this internship, and we do murals, super dope. But like most, we, that that's the one internship I know about in the city that does stuff like that. Tell us about that. Tell um, about it's that. called. Well, it's kind of like under an umbrella thing. So overall, it's like the Arts Council of New Orleans, and then they have um, YAM, so that's the Young Artist Movement. So they take students 14 through 22, and basically they just give us paid internships, and like we have different projects. I've done two murals with them. Amazing, amazing experience. Um, and it's, it's opened that door. Like that's something mm -hmm. else that I want to do and that I've actually played around with. And, like gone out to like price out places and like I'm serious about it. Yeah, you know? murals are like murals are like big business. Like, murals are big business and they're really 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 fun. Exactly, and you also did a mural with B Mike. I did. So tell us about that mural. Um, so that was through Yam as well. Mm -hmm. um, B Mike was the creative lead for everything, and we had two weeks and I think 16 people to work on to from start to finish to work on this mural. Um. We wanted to represent what New Orleans was for the natives um, in a place where non-natives occupy. So the city's changing, as we all might know. And if we don't, gentrification is real and alive and is really destructive. Um, so we're going into a very, very gentrified place. And we're speaking as the people who have been here for a very, very long time. It's like, this is what the city means to us. So I just thought that was cool to talk about that aspect of it. But um, the actual work, we spent a week designing and coming up with the concept of the whole mural. And then we spent another week actually from start to finish painting the mural. Super fun. Not long hours. Three hours a day. Yeah. You go relieve some stress, paint, 
Yeah, and that's Definitely. how it's so fun. It is. You're you're off. You've just been doing it all. So you are also <laughs> featured in White Linen Night at the Ogden yes. Museum. Tell us about that. Um. So this is an opportunity I got through Xavier. They um have like a like a HBCU showing at the Ogden every year, and this is my second year in it, and it's really really fun. Like it's an opportunity I never thought I would ever have mainly because I never thought that I would be doing this. Mm -hmm. And then when I started doing this, definitely didn't think I would be in a museum. Um, that's just, it's, it's shown me, one, that I am talented enough to do these things when I work hard enough. And two, it's shown my work to a lot of people who wouldn't normally see it. Exactly, and it to gives see, you exposure. Exactly, it gives me exposure. And the feedback from the people is actually really, really nice. And it's something that's like, okay, I get really lazy and I go through periods where I just don't do anything and I feel bad for not doing anything. And then people are like, why aren't you doing your work? Like, why aren't you creating? Mm -hmm. Because clearly, like, you can actually do something and, like, you're talented enough to, like, I don't know, for people to like my work. Yeah. So now that people, I, I see people like my work visually and aesthetically, I want them to be drawn in with that. And then, like, I want to throw in... Some history. A little bit of. A yeah. little bit of. I feel you. You know? I feel you. Just so, a little bit. So, like, what do you want people to take from this interview? What do you want your message to be? And how, how, what would be your, like, closing statements? I don't really want to have a closing statement. No closing statement? No. And I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose to opt out because right now I'm not really, I'm not confused as to what I want my art to be about. I just haven't started putting the paint to the canvas yet. So I'm going to let that speak for itself. Okay. Yeah. So closing statements. Put the paint to the canvas. The <laughs> this is the creative experience. <laughs>